This is the truth of it. Fighting leads to killing. And killing gets to warring. And that was damn near the death of us all. Look at us now. Busted up and everyone talking about hard rain. But we've learned by the dust of them all, barter towns learned. Now when men get to fighting, it happens here. And it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Oh, here we go again. It's time for more bonus content. I know you've waited patiently. Maybe not so patiently. Maybe you weren't waiting at all. Maybe you don't care at all. I don't know. But for the two or three that were waiting impatiently, this is for you. I love you guys. I really do. Thank you for listening. We've gonna, we're going to go ahead and continue our pop culture dad tournament. We're going to get this started. It's been a long time in the making. And I'm uh, glad to finally uh, you know, get something down. Get some some product to look at and I'm sure that I'll get just as much feedback as I ever do but that's okay I don't mind I will continue doing it if I like it if I don't I'll quit so much like everything else in life including uh, jobs and school so that's just that's just how I do things that's how I roll so we've got our first matchup here and I'm going to input a little bit of entrance music here, so hopefully this doesn't get flagged and struck for copyright immediately. I've kept it kind of low, uh, or I mean, I'm, I've kept it kind of uh, short in terms of, you know, what I, what you're going to hear. But hey, I feel like these guys need some entrance music, and I don't monetize this. I've got maybe 50 listeners, so it's not like anybody's really going to hear that we'll get mad and that we'll complain. And if you did complain, well... You should stop following, and, and I hope you never listen again. Now, this 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 upgrades the ambiance of the the podcast, and uh, hopefully it uh, you know I don't know works as well as I think it will. And that was just a little thing off the top because I worry about everything, and that's what I've been worrying about today is uh, the entrance music that I'm just bound and de- determined to use. So. <clears throat> we'll see. Anyways, matchup one. We've got a number one seed in Ned Flanders, and we've got a number four seed in Darth Vader. So our first match is uh, number four seed, number th- one seed. We've got Darth Vader, Ned Flanders. I'm sure you can remember which one is which. And we've got, uh, first up, we're going to do this, actually. Let me, let me go here. We're going to do this by... Uh, success and failure as a father. I should have I should have said this off the top. So, the only way to really judge a dad tournament is how well they done in their jobs as fathers. So, like I said, we, I'm going to list their successes, their failures as 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 fathers in life, and then at the end, we're going to tally up the results and declare a winner. For the most part, these are always going to be kind of uh, kind of obvious but you know there will be some debate and if you disagree feel free to drop me a line and, and tell me what you think but other than that we're gonna jump right in so our first guy on the docket is gonna be Darth 
Vader. And we all love Darth Vader. He's one of our favorite characters from Star Wars. He's also a villain and uh, not, uh, not very encouraging for his success in the pop culture tournament. But we went for Famous Dads. He's a famous dad, so here he is. We're going to start off with his uh, successes, and then we'll move on to uh, Ned, and then we'll come back to our failures. So, as a success, we're going to count for Darth Vader that he had a son and a daughter. <laughs> and um, that's, yeah, that that's not much. I get it. That's not much. But uh, I had to put it down because, hey, you know, he is a father. So, and he had two, he had twins and they both were like awesome people in, you know, adulthood. So great, I guess, points, great amount of points in his favor in terms of, of that, but small, uh, in the, in the grand scheme of, of fatherhood. So 1.4 had a son and daughter and, uh, you know, put as much weight behind that as you want. Number two, uh, under successes, he was redeemed. You know, and at the end, as uh, often seems to be the case, when death was looking him in the face, he decided, "Hey, you know what? Being good was actually the way to go, and uh, I'm not a bad guy after all. So let's go, son, and you know, turn things around right before he kicked the bucket. So saved the galaxy, saved his son." It was pretty big deal. You, you may have heard about it. I don't know. But the fact is that redemption counts in his favor. And he did save his uh, son specifically. So it counts a little bit maybe more than, than normal. It's not like he would have done this for anybody else. So got a little bit of redemption there uh, on a, the success table. And moving on to his third and uh, final success. He, when he was a younger man, he trained Ahsoka, and he did right by her, you know? He was a good uh, master, Jedi, whatever. You know, she's his Padawan. I guess he's just her master. I don't know. That seems a little bit BDSM, but uh, for lack of the proper term, if there is one, uh, that's what he was. And, uh, you know, he was, a, he was a good teacher. I don't know that... Uh, really got a lot of experience personally in, in comparisons. I know that Obi-Wan did pretty good for Anakin. Uh, I know that uh, Qui-Gon seemed to have done pretty good for Obi-Wan. But beyond that, you know, I've not got a lot of, to compare it to. That being said, you know, it's like porn. You look at it, you know if it's good, you know if it's bad, uh, you know if it's porn. In this case, uh, I'm looking at it and I can tell that he was a good teacher and you can see that by how you know Ahsoka has developed as an adult, how she survived the purge and all that. So those are his successes, and I don't think you can, uh, you know, really argue against any of them. The only thing you can argue is how much uh, they count. You know, how much weight should be placed behind each one. So next, uh, we're going to move on to our other combatant in this. Uh, violent encounter, this this uh, thunderdome of, of, of dads. 
We've got Ned Flanders. You all know him from uh, The Simpsons. He's the dad of, uh, I don't even know their names. I think one of them is named Todd. Uh, we're going to say Todd and Rod. That sounds good. We'll say Todd and Rod. And I like The Simpsons. I just can't remember. But uh, no big deal. So father of two and uh, neighbor of Homer and Bart and all the rest. And I think that he's not uh, a lot of people's favorite characters. But when it comes to dads, he stands out on that show far and away above uh, most everybody else. Off the top of my head, I can't think of another dad uh, from that show that is as good a father as Ned Flanders. There might have been a you know a guest star or something along those lines at one point or another, but for the most part, your re- recurring characters, Ned's super dad, Ned is dad of the year. So we all know who he is, uh, and if you didn't, then you, well, if you didn't, then hmm. Now you now you've heard about the Simpsons, and uh, maybe maybe you'll check it out. You know. Uh, Ned's not even the best character on there. So you would, uh, you know, if you're interested in this, you, you'll probably like that. Maybe give it a listen. Give it a watch. So if Ned's successes, Ned Flanders and his successes are first and foremost, great dad, great husband, great husband twice, married to two different women and uh, just a wonderful guy all the way around. Never, never comes up short in really anything uh don't recall any any episode where he was uh consistently failing as a father it might have been you know the basis of that particular episode but it's not something that was touched upon again and again so you definitely have to give it to him when you're looking at great dads you you know tend to pick some that are represented specifically as great dads that's what's put him at the number one seed and that's what's made him a favorite in this tournament so we've got great dad and husband and I say husband too because that's part of being a dad uh, you know if you're married then you gotta treat your wife right you gotta show your son or daughter how significant others are supposed to be treated so to be a good dad and to be married is you know it's necessary to be a good husband and moving on to his second success He's a sometime dad to Bart, and we know that oftentimes dad is missing when it comes to good fathers. So it's incumbent on on Ned from time to time to fill that hole, <laughs> giggity, to to fill that role of father for Bart and to you know guide him and to uh, set an example for him, because we all know Homer is somewhat lacking in, in that department you know more often than not even with him being in this tournament he's he's not super so it you know it is uh it reflects very well on on Ned that he is willing to step in there and be the dad of a of a boy whose name you know whose, whose father doesn't you know they don't necessarily get along and uh, there's not like a hatred or anything but for the most part I think Ned uh, wouldn't miss Homer if he moved away. I know that he'd miss all the stuff that Homer's taken, but yeah, as far as a person, I don't think he's a you know a big fan. 
So to do that for the son of a person like that, you know, that, that, that speaks very highly. Number three, he's a great neighbor. I just touched on that. I don't know that there's any neighbor better in the world to have. I'm, it'd almost be like living beside an empty lot, except for when they were outside and, and friendly and said hello. Because you, well, actually, I take that back because living beside Ned, essentially anything he owns, you're going to be able to borrow. Uh, especially if you give it back. Uh, well, I guess either way, because if you're Homer, you keep it and he lets you and he just buys more. But either way, you know, these are things that we all need as, as dads, lawnmowers and, and chainsaws and, and you know, pickaxes and well, whatever. That I don't know. You know, we're men. We need these things. Uh, well, whatever the case may be, Ned's got it and he's going to let you use it. And uh, that's, Pretty much, like, if you can depend on your neighbor, that makes them a great neighbor. So, good on Ned. And lastly, his last success, he has a really good influence on Homer. And he's really positive in terms of uh, how he lives his life. And anytime Homer looks over at, uh, at Ned, he's going to see pretty much the right way to do things. And you can't help but improve when you're living around somebody like that for however many years it's been, 30 years or something along those lines. So it's just, you know, impossible for it not to rub off. And I think that it, it has to speak in his favor that he has that kind of effect. I think anybody, you know, they say that you hang out with people that, you know, make you better. And even though they're not hanging out, uh, Ned's definitely making Homer better and I hesitate to spend any time speculating on just how terrible Homer would be if Ned wasn't there to kind of uh, correct his course from time to time so it's almost like uh, Superman and his dad you know his dad was there to, to keep him on track and Ned's there to keep Homer from going you know, too terribly far off track all right, so we've got their um, we've got their successes, and uh, you know this is the first episode, so this might be laid out differently next time. I don't know. I'll listen to it and see how it works out, and uh, you know when I edit it, we will change what we need to change and and go on from there. But I feel like either way I do it, uh, it's going to be you know a little bit of uh, give and take when it, term, when it comes to remembering the positives of whoever came before. So our negatives real quick, we've got Bader first, and uh, I, I could name numerous failures, but I tried to keep these you know, more dad-related. And so Bader uh, chose not to stay with Amidala. That was a big deal for me. He, you know, he got her pregnant, didn't really know it, but at the same time, could have stayed with her, but chose, uh, you know, the dark side instead. And I think that that definitely counts against him. He wanted a child. He knew that there, you know, could be one on the way eventually. And he still chose, you know, uh, ego and, uh, and self above that. And that's definitely a failure in my mind. He, 
kind of, I mean, that's not the reason he, he turned, but uh, it's a reason he should not have. But that, you know, like I said, this is all my opinion. If you got something different to say, go ahead and send it in. And I will brush it off and laugh. No, I'm kidding. I'll read it and probably even share it. So, uh, number two, failure for Vader. Cut his son's hand off. That's a big deal. You know, if you're uh, out there with your with your son fishing and you cut his hand off, like, you know, that kind of counts against you in terms of being a dad. So, I, I had to write that down. I had to put that in uh, in here as a, as a failure. When you, when you cut off body parts of family members, I have to count that against you. And so that's why we put it in the failures for Vader. If he cut off the hand of a cousin, you know, maybe it wouldn't have counted as much. But, uh, you know, cut off the hand of a son. And uh, that's, you know, probably one of the top things a dad shouldn't do. So moving on to number three, he likely would have killed Luke if the Emperor hadn't started him with the torture. The only, you know, the the fight kind of ended there or or wound down there at the end. And the Emperor, like, got a little uh, vicious and got a little uh, uh, tortury and started in with the lightning. And it was really that lightning that makes you, you know, like expect or or makes you think that Vader's going to do something. And then, of course, he does. I hope I'm not spoiling this for anybody. If you hadn't seen Return of the Jedi, then stop now, I guess. Um, I've already, I think I spoiled quite a few parts of each of these movies, but when they're that old, I, I think I get a pass. If it was like 10 years ago, there might be debate. But when we're going back to my childhood, virtually, you know, 40 years ago, I, I'm going to give myself a go. We'll, 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 we'll go ahead and say that uh, you should have seen it. So yeah, if uh, for those of you that have, it's obvious that it's the the lightning torture that really pushes Vader back over the edge into you know the side of the angels, and and you know shortly thereafter he ends up killing the emperor and uh, and and saving his son dying blah blah blah. So that while that ended well, it probably wouldn't have ended like that at all if the emperor hadn't started in. So. I'm going to count that as a failure because you shouldn't need someone to torture your son to make you want to be a good dad. Last failure for Vader. We've got, uh, this is also a big one. You know, cutting off your son's hand is big, but also killing your father figure. That's a big deal. And, you know, when you don't have a father at all, your father figure is twice as important. And I know that there was a lot of hate there and, filled in the blanks you know after later movies came into play but at the same time it was pretty much inexcusable and you got to count that really heavily against Vader and you can you can obviously tell that things are starting to quickly become lopsided in in terms of of who's going to win this match so we're going to go ahead and move on to Ned Flanders and his failures and like I said I'm not a super fan I am a fan of The Simpsons so, uh, you know, I don't, and my memory isn't as, uh, it, we'll say it's selective. My memory is very selective. And it uh, chose not to select very many memories of Ned Flanders. So, at least in, in terms of his faults. So, what I came up with was he's probably, possibly, you know, frame that how you want, too religious. 
because he does say at one point that they he tries to do and possibly does do everything in the Bible, even the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. So that, that encompasses quite a bit of stuff. And you know, there are times when they make jokes that are not considered canon, like when Ned said he was 60. But that, you know, that, that's not been uh, moved back. That's, that's not been rolled out of the way and, and retconned. So as far as we know, they really do you know, virtually everything they can in terms of what the Bible says to do in, in their daily life. And that could be considered a pretty big negative, a pretty big failure. Uh, I can't go in, I can't speculate, you know, about what they might be doing and what, you because know, this one failure would then maybe, I guess, disqualify him. But uh, take, once again, put what weight you want behind each of these successes and failures. Come back to me later on. Tell me who you think. Uh, did, I, did I choose correctly? Did I choose incorrectly? But that's the only failure that I have for Ned. And <clears throat> with the everything lined up, everything tallied from, from left to right, successes and failures for both, I think it's pretty safe to say, and we all knew this going in, but Ned Flanders is your winner of this round. And uh, I may or may not put some some more entrance music there or, or you know theme music there who knows that would that'd be a good place for it but um we we all knew how this was going to end and it did <laughs> Vader had really very little chance unless you just put more weight on the uh you know failures or or vice versa of Ned and while I could make a case for Vader, you know, I, I took a couple of philosophy classes, a couple of English classes. Um, I am an English major, so while it, it was hard for me to count up the successes and failures, I could write about them in such a way that I could make Vader seem like a good guy. But that's not what we're doing here. We're, look, we're taking these things at face value. We're not really going too far beneath the surface. We're not trying to you know, bend the rules or anything like that. And when we when we take it like that, pretty obvious who the winner is. So moving on to the next round, we've got Ned Flanders. And next matchup we're going to have, let me turn the page. It's going to be Carl Winslow from Family Matters against Mufasa from The Lion King. thought about putting that in this episode, but my throat's dry and I was like, we've done 20 minutes or something so far. And, you know, I'll edit some of this out so things will change. But I really just don't feel like going on uh, anymore. You know, I've got my son down for a nap. He might wake up at any point. So we're going to go ahead and kick it off there. Call that one uh, Call that one done. Take a little sip of the coffee. And, uh, and then we're going to sign off. So hope you guys enjoyed that. Like I said, this uh, look for this to change a little bit as time goes on. You know, as I get more used to these solo bonus episodes and get a little more uh, confident, a little bit more loose maybe. So they will adapt and evolve with me. And we'll see how the last one compares to the first one. It'll probably be like the regular episodes where 
you might not want to listen to the first uh, 40, 45 out of 50. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not that many, but there were a lot of bad ones. A lot of bad ones. So many bad ones that uh, I really need to keep going. Just kind of like outweigh them. <laughs> but that, that's why I'll keep going is just to somehow, some way, get more good episodes lined up against the bad. And then I can retire. Call it a day as a podcaster. But until that day, however far to the future that is, this is, uh, well, it's still your two dads, even though it's just one dad. But I'm Corey, and I will, uh, I guess, I'll check you later. Action! Action! Resist, cause Cobra is strong.